Welcome to another episode of 52 Shots with Gun and Napalm. And we're back. Hey, we have a guest today. Yes, we One do. One of your friends from elementary school. Um, uh, I believe elementary school, right? Yeah. Elementary, middle school, yeah. high school. Third grade in particular. Haven't literally yeah. seen you in your physical form in... <laughs> Five years, six yeah. years now. Yeah, maybe ten. Who knows? And we had a failure almost like five months ago. Lewis actually yeah. was on the podcast before. And probably my favorite podcast. It that was we a ever great had. episode. So much pressure. And, and because Lewis was on like the other side of the country, we tried to do like some technical stuff and via re- Skype recording. And it and just it was a failure. Gunner and I are not amazing at this stuff. No, we're still but, figuring it out. But we got line. Lewis in the Don't house. Don't be now. so hard on yourself. But guys, we have him so. in his physical form. He hit me up the other week and he's like, Hey, guess what? I'm back in town. Uh, oh, yeah. you guys want to do this? And I was like, Well, that's crazy because we literally are starting the podcast up right now. Boom. And oh, now yeah. we're sipping so, beer that now Lewis brought us. Sipping now we're going to talk about life Delicious. and all types of cool stuff. I'm drinking cold brew and I am also drinking a beer. So, Guns Lewis, wired. you just came back in from... Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. And are you living back in the Philadelphia area? Yeah, I moved back here, got awesome. my old job back, so that's super sweet. Okay, and, so you, yeah. Yeah, what was the old job? Yeah, so, um, so I work, right now I work for an architectural engineering firm awesome. uh, in the city. Um, and I basically do some like chemical engin- engineering stuff for them, blah, 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 blah. But uh, I originally moved out to do a PhD, but it was like two years in the program. Uh-huh. Uh, research kind of wasn't going anywhere. Didn't really like what I was doing. So, uh, you know, decided it was time to move on. Yeah. I'm not going to actually let you move on yet until you right. just go back. So, you, so sure. I would never know that there, uh, you can work for an architecture company in a chemical science oh yeah that's not something i would ever think would be in their wheelhouse right that's a good point briefly like explain roughly what you do sure yeah so um basically companies like pfizer or merck or pharmaceutical companies will come to us and to our team specifically the chemical engineering process team they'll basically say we want to expand our production capacity or we want to build a new manufacturing plant so we come in and we'll design uh, all the reactors will design oh, wow. and all the instrumentation, the piping, whatever kind of like finish you need on the piping. Like some stuff will corrode lines, whatever it is. Okay. So we Inch- do all that. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. And I just never thought that that would be a job. See, that's the thing is like you don't really know what you're going to get into. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm sure when you're in college, you might not even know that job exists. Oh, yeah. It was. Yeah, it was. It was actually an internship that I had. And uh, and I was just like, oh, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to go get um, a chemical PhD or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. then I, that didn't work out. So yeah, yeah. I was like, can I have my job back? And they're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> come on back. I was Very like, sweet. Cool. Yeah. What was cool. your uh, there's so many cool things to do in Colorado. Hiking, oh, yeah. All this oh, yeah. beautiful nature out there. Uh, any cool stuff that you did out there that you'd like to talk about a little bit? Sure. Hiking for one. There's tons of hiking. Um, I actually so Boulder um, is a mountain town. And it's right on this range called the 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 flat irons. Yes. Okay. So it's like five sheets of rock, and they're basically flat. They lean up against taller peaks. Yes. Um, so that's sort of where Boulder lives right under. It's kind of weird because uh, outside of Denver, there's like a lot of like congested suburbs, kind of like Philadelphia, and then it gets more into okay. like a Pennsylvania kind of region feel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> except it's it's much more immediate uh, in the Denver area because you know Philly is like huge. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, um, but I would do this one hike actually every Sunday. It was almost like church, um, and it was just really nice. It was in this canyon, so if you go really early in the morning, uh, it was still misting even in the summer. It'll be like 40 or 50 degrees, uh, and you walk through in the lights just like peering through these ah. lush trees, and you're like, oh, this is amazing. It really yeah. is very cool. Area. I got flown yeah. out there to judge a dance event one time, and it was Hell yeah. area boulder. Nice. And uh, it's just gorgeous. And the first Chipotle. The first, first Chipotle, Chipotle, baby. Goddamn pioneers over there. Go us. <laughs> um, it did, now, yeah. would you go on your hikes? Uh, was that a solo thing you do on Sundays, or mm. did you have a group of homies you would go with? Uh, usually it would be solo. Sometimes I'd invite, <clears throat> I'd invite people, but I'd always let them know what the vibe is. So yeah. usually halfway up the hike, I'd, I'd have this rock. I called it my rock. I don't know. It felt inappropriate to name it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I would usually try to meditate at some point oh, on that cool, rock. Cool. You know, anywhere from like two to ten minutes, however long I felt. Um, you know, I your needed. overall technique for meditating. <laughs> oh, that's where I technique was Technique for meditating. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, I just sit there and I'm like, don't think. Do- no. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I more observe my thoughts. Oh, so cool. as they come in, I'll just be like, oh, that's a thought. Or like a feeling. So yep. I'll be like, oh, that's anxiety. And then just mm-hmm. label it. Mm-hmm. Sounds yeah. like Headspace app right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some mindfulness. Cool. Very cool. Um, awesome. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, and then some like animal It'll get really quiet and then it'll freak out and it'll sound like it's dying and you're like ah, 
That's the answer. <laughs> Present. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. What about um, as far as hiking out there, are there mm. any animals uh, in that area that you wouldn't see out here hiking that you ran into? Probably uh, mountain lions or uh, there's a lot of bears, moose. Uh, mountain lions are very rare. If you see one, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. But there was I'm actually sure that one guy. There was a hiker yeah. recently who uh, it was early in the morning, kind of when they're hunting or, or, or uh, sort of like twilight, I guess, too. Okay. And he encountered a baby mountain lion, and that's the only reason he survived. He mm. literally choked the thing out. Oh, so okay, so it's a baby mountain lion. Yeah. Was that the story? That's still a feat, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Was that the story though I on Joe so. Rogan or whatever? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan. They, yeah, yeah, they they talked about a dude, uh, like fighting a mountain. No, I think yeah. he killed it though. Mm. This okay. guy didn't kill it. He just choked it out. Oh, no, he killed it. Yeah. I think oh, that okay. is the story. <laughs> that's it. He, yeah. First he first he punched it in the no. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but there's... Rear naked choke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Hiking. Hiking's really good. Uh, rock climbing, for sure. I got yeah. into that. Uh, did a little You're bit... You're really of... into that, right? Yeah. I I've, I had a few injuries, and since I've just been lazy to pick back mm, up sure. again. So I lost like a lot of my finger strength, so I can feel it when there's certain holds I can't grab anymore. Huh. I have a fake rock yeah. climbing story for you. Nice. So <laughs> last Sunday, I had to... Um, uh, we, we do, like, the summer blast competition at my karate school every year over summer. A, a good little technique to keep the kids really interested in coming over summer. So we do these three prizes. Every class they come to, they get a ticket for class. They can put it in these prize boxes. Oh, okay, cool. And one of the prizes, nice. as a suggestion from the parents, was, why don't you take the kids to uh, the trampoline park? I said, that, that's genius. So yeah. we did, uh, there's a spot up here called Altitude. So we did uh, the Altitude Trampoline Park with the kid and his three karate buddies that won last week, me and one of the other instructors. Very cool. And what's cool about this place compared to, uh, I guess, like Sky Zone, Sky Zone has a few activities, but this one has zip lines and trapeze and, you know, you can battle each other and do dodgeball and they have a rock climbing wall. Now that gets me, I'm like, I'll freaking climb up to the top. Let's go. (laughs) So I picked this point all the way up pretty much as high as you could go. And I was like, all right, if I can make it there, then I'll drop from there. Okay. I didn't lay out as I dropped off. It, mm. you know, dropped into a foam pit. Oh, okay. I didn't lay out, and I penciled, and I'm so damn happy I didn't break my leg in half. Oh, mm. really? But I, my, Did you go right through my it? My heel went straight to the cement. Oh, wow. yikes. So, yeah, so I didn't crack my heel or anything, but I've been limping all week. I've been massaging it all week. It's feeling wow. much better, but my heel was blown up, filled with blood, black and blue. I'm, I'm surprised. Like, Damn. seriously, I could have easily broken my knee or cracked my heel. Yeah. So, guys, don't pencil on your way down from the yeah, rock climber wallet yeah. at altitude. Well. Those are the type of injuries, too, <laughs> that, like, well, those are the type of injuries, though, that, like, you don't see coming at all as having nope, fun. Nope. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I can't do that anymore because I decided to pencil in a foam pit. Yeah. yeah. Goofball. Is there um, any rock climbing gyms or anywhere around here in Philly, because I don't go do that, that mm. you recommend? Uh, yeah, th- there's one in Fishtown that I went to. I think there's three in the city, uh, and it was pretty good. There were some technical routes that um, were really nice. So a lot of what I see uh, at other bouldering gyms, because Boulder is an international hub for rock climbing. Okay. You have the best setters. That, like, I'll climb at my gym, and I'll see like three professional rock climbers awesome. usually. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And there's this, some of them are really quirky and super chill, so that's yeah. awesome. You can like talk to them. Cool. Um, but what I've seen a lot in other gyms is it's not – Technical is just hard. It's just difficult, okay. you know, and that's very frustrating for me. It's because it's like the same move over and over again, but the holds are really like slippery or is, something. Is it, be- is it difficult just because it's not done correctly? Like, um, it's, it, it's not that it's maybe not done correctly because it's hard to 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 gauge like what a correct or incorrect route is. Yeah. yeah. But my style is much more like, of course, you got to have some strength. Yeah. But it's like, oh my god, like look at this terrible position I'm in, and I have to grab this hold exactly right to get oh, the move. Oh, okay, okay. And that's where the fun comes for me, the challenge. Yes. Because you just push yourself, and you're like, let me try this way. Okay, no, this way. And then you and a friend go up, and then eventually, ah, this is this is how you have to do it. You yes. got that heel hook or some yes. stupid shit like that. Okay, cool. It, cool. it is such a different. Uh, do you ever do it, or have I've, you ever? I've done? never done it. It's like I've done it in high school. That's about it. For me, like, for instance, I'm so <laughs> the challenge. upper yes. body strong that the first time I did it, I'm you know flying along trying to do oh, everything yeah. by arm, and it's like. Uh-huh. You can't do that. You got to put weight into your legs and use your legs more. You will gas out so fast, mm-hmm. and you can't do the difficult ones like that at all. Yeah, footwork you know? is uh, is insane. And like, there'll be holds where like the best <clears> thing <throat> for me to do is like drop your drop your leg behind your foot to get like the balance right. Oh, okay. And kind of like learning these techniques, it was yeah. so like, 
have to take a step back and like you you watch other climbers who are really good or you ask them hey how'd you do that and like oh yeah. you know they show you it, like anything else I, I, yeah, how cool is that though like the neural connections that you can make just by doing different things like i didn't even know there was a move like that you know i'm just climbing yeah. based off of what i think is right yeah. sure but you mentioned that and it's like oh man imagine the connections yeah. you're making by mm-hmm. By doing that, and How you always cool. you look look at somebody and like I can't do that, and then there's this move called a bat hang, which is exactly what it sounds like. You just hang by your feet, by your toes, and then you like use your abs to get the next move. And I was like, oh, I can never do that. I saw this one guy climbing it. Yeah, mind. I'm trying to picture what you mean. Yeah. So are you upside down? Oh yeah. So it's like, <laughs> as he demonstrates, it's like basically you got like a hold, right? And then oh, you put okay, your feet into there, and then yeah, you yeah. reach the next one. Yikes! Oh, so is that like when you're going at like this type of? Uh... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's For- overhung. Okay, right. yeah. that makes a oh, cool, cool, cool. And uh, I was like, I can never do that. And I just kept practicing, and then boom, it, it, I made the move. And, and I was it. like, what? And what's yeah. really cool is what hobbies like that are the ones that like they get you fit. You know what I mean? You probably weigh stronger now. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think. That's so yeah, cool, right. <laughs> Isn't another thing that's just really neat is like, uh, you were mentioning uh, some of the professionals that are over there. Like, everything has its tribe, its culture. Yeah. Like, if if we got into rock climbing. There's a group of dudes that do it every week that yeah. are that are homies. Like and there's you, a culture yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, and you might become best friends with. Exactly. And yeah. yeah, it just takes you in a completely different route in life, different uh-huh. circles, you know? Mm-hmm. Breakdancing has its tribe. You know, your powerlifting guys have their tribe. Yeah. Martial arts, traditional karate has their weirdo tribe. Uh, yeah. Like yeah, Jiu-Jitsu it's, it's really squad. cool. Yeah, yeah. That's really neat. It's really cool. What about science guys? <laughs> Got your little Shall tribe? We? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, now that we beautiful that transfer we right there talked about that, <laughs> um, yeah. So why not let's talk about so yeah. So I'm a I'm a scientist. Um, my background is uh, I have a master's in chemical engineering from Drexel, awesome. um, and that's super fun, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, but uh, there's a plethora of science things that you know I've I've prepared, but I thought we could start with some game theory. How does that sound? It sounds Ooh, pretty. Sounds cool. great. Oh yeah. Cool. Can yeah. we start in the like the most basic? Uh, what is game theory? Sure. Yeah. So so game theory is a section of math. I think it falls under this area called discrete math. Is is where it sort of starts and it branches okay. from there. Um, Started in 1957. Yeah. Man. Right. <laughs> um, some Herald. of those facts I know. <laughs> but ba- basically, <laughs> it did start in like the 50s. I forget oh, who yeah. it was though. Huh. I forget who was the person that kind of like coined. Nice, yeah. yeah. I th- oh, that's pretty cool. I, I, do, I only so. know that this is weird. Like, Lewis didn't tell us what he wanted to talk about today. I've literally been fucking studying game theory all week. I Hell swear yeah. to God. Like, oh, really? Hell I just, yeah. I randomly found a video, Um, and I'm not trying to, like, steal anything no, from you, no. Lewis, but I randomly just, like, I always try to watch videos on YouTube that are going to help me be better. I don't try to get lost in bullshit. Sure. And um, I just happened to find this awesome page that I recommend to everybody called Wisecrack. They go into, like, the philosophy of all these different shows and characters, and they did Billions, which is a show that Gunner and I love, and Billions, the whole show, is just game theory back and forth. So it's just it's very yeah. interesting that you want to talk about this, and for all, the whole week I've been kind of studying game theory. That a is cool. Bit. Yeah. Well, we're going to probably start with um, this one dilemma called the Prisoner's Dilemma. So I don't know if you're – are you familiar with that one? Yep. Nice, nice. So, I am uh, not. <laughs> so pretend like you're not <laughs> for for the and sake of. And I can't of... say that I'm uh, like I'm not. I know about it, but I'm not. Yeah. Know, no, we're b- we're basically gonna. Intelligent. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll, um, we'll we'll talk about it a little bit. So cool. basically, um, so just a little context is these dilemmas, or you'll see them a lot. There are different types of ones. Or the reason why they're studying in math is because usually the probabilistic outcome that's the best for both players or all the players in the game doesn't happen. So it's it's sort of like a, a contradiction, the, the existence of this. That's why it's called a dilemma. So here, the best way is to start with an example. And if you want, if you're if you're listening at home, like pull up Wikipedia and read about it, you know, pause and, and, and or, or wait till after we're done describing the dilemma. But OK, so gun and napalm, you guys are robbers, you're bank robbers. You've never okay. met each other before. And uh, and after the heist is done, you're not going to interact. So there's no penalty for your relationship, right? You're just doing the job and you're leaving. Mm-hmm. Never gonna never gonna have consequences again. Um, so you you're doing this heist and you both get arrested. Crap! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you had one job. Shit. No. Yeah, right. But um, okay. So you're you're both uh, in jail and you're being questioned separately, and you don't know what the other person is saying to the cops, right? So. The cop goes to each of you individually, detectives, whatever it is, and they say, like, hey, you know, um, if you don't talk, you know, uh, we're going to we're going to charge you with something and lock you up. And you're probably going to go away for like, you know, a year. And it's really going to suck. But um, 
If you rat out your other partner, you'll go free and he'll get two years, right? And you're like, damn, you know, I, I don't want to rat out my partner, but like, I don't want to get two years good in deal. jail. Yeah. So, so what would you do? I want to know individually in that situation. What would you guys both do? Huh. If I didn't know the Stop. person. Yeah. You, yeah. Right. You don't, yeah. you just met them for the heist. You're never going to see them again. It's not even doing this and you leaving. It's not like the mob's going to find you or whoever hired you and yeah. take action. Huh. I think I'm going completely on my gut. I think I'd rat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so guns a snitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I, I think it's tough for me because, like, you know, one of the things with game theory is also, like, you know, to win. You yeah, know, to win. Yeah, right? that's right. And for it's me, it's very difficult for me because I really try to live my life by integrity. So for me to just straight up answer that, I'd be like, no, like I, I, I made the wrong decision, and you guys caught me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I need to take my penance. You know, I need yeah. to take whatever it is. Nice. That's genuinely how I feel about it. But yeah. I don't know if I'm playing the game right. There. Right. You know. Exactly. See, I, it all depends. I mean, there's a million variables. Like, yeah, the you're guy a piece of shit. I'm a piece of you shit. Fucking send me to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it was the guy a great guy. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, know, nothing. you know nothing. You know nothing. You know nothing about. Does it even matter at that point? In it the matters game if he was a good guy. <laughs> then I wouldn't. No, both but, um, pieces of shit. They both shouldn't have been robbing the bank. Yeah. <laughs> Should have gotten caught. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, so yep. Rye, that's uh, you would you would be like, no, I'm not, I'm not snitching. No. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Exactly. Good. So, so uh, Rye, you'd be going to jail for a long time, and Gun would get off free. Um, but basically, this is this is how the dilemma works, right? So if if uh, if both players rat on each other, they both lose, and they get like a year, let's say. Uh-huh. Right? If uh, if they both don't rat on each other. They both get like six months. They get the lowest sentence possible, right? Mm. But if one person rats on the other person and the other person doesn't do anything, the person who gets ratted on gets like two years, and the person who doesn't, who who sorry, who did the ratting gets no time. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the dilemma: is that both of you ratting or defecting in that case gives you a higher penalty or consequences than if both of you had just not done anything right and just yeah. not said anything so essentially right. two years is more than one year so so yeah. in a good analogy for you uh-huh. is that first season of billions when all of axelrod's people uh-huh. none of them said anything when the fbi came in sure. remember no one snitched no one said a word no one said anything do you remember uh-huh. all those interviews yeah i faintly do oh okay very that's cool. why no one got got pulled into anything oh yeah, yeah. no that's one right. said a goddamn word <laughs> that's right cool yeah. Yeah, and there's actually some really cool um, real-life scenarios that happened, like, that had a context around game theory (coughs) with the Prisoner's Dilemma. So there's this, I think it's a British show called Golden Balls. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Basically, it's this game show where there's, like... Can we take one quick pause? Because I just realized we have to because of old recordings. Okay, we're back. Sweet. Oh, yeah. So, uh... We're going to stop real quick because Gunnar just kind of remembered that we didn't go over the definition, the official definition of game theory. Correct. Sure. So uh, I'm not reading on Wikipedia right now. No. No. (laughs) Um, So game theory basically is the specific study of mathematical models of strategic interactions among rational decision makers. Basically what that means is so a rational decision decision maker. I'm tied. would be considered a small like, percentage of America. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> is is uh remember when we were talking about before and you're like, oh, it depends if he's a nice guy if I'm gonna rat him out. So sure. that's, that's not a rational decision maker, right? A rational decision maker is always gonna do uh whatever it is that's the in their best interest to win the game, mm. like Rai said. Okay. So that's that's the idea is every player in this context is going to behave predictably. Oh, for okay. the context of the of the math essentially mm. that's going on. Oh, okay. And yet again, does that definition change your answer? Yet again, let you see what billions is all about. Yeah, yeah. Because they're all trying to predict each other's behavior. Yeah. Everyone's trying to win the game. Mm-hmm. What's this person trying to do to win? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and basically, it's just some of these games, like the Prisoner's Dilemma, yeah. has a mathematical model. Now, I don't, I don't know what that model is, and sure, I don't think that we need to go into it to uh, to. Exp- to experience the coolness <laughs> of yeah, the yeah, of yeah. the game or the scenario, but yeah, is that does that suffice uh, a bit? Yeah. You know, makes sense sure. to me. No, absolutely. Oh, and yeah. I'm sure as we deep dive, you know, it'll yeah. 
it's definitely like okay so just you guys had background in it so i understand like the concept now but now and yeah you're, you're right though like i don't know if my answer would change but i would definitely i guess it's just more de de definitive of an answer i would have i just want to have reasoning behind it yeah and so when you have an understanding of this then you can then predict other people's actions is that the idea oh yeah oh yeah so okay so Golden Balls, right, is this British TV show. Basically, they go through, there's like 12 contestants, some survival type bullshit, uh -huh. where then there's like two people left, and they've gotten like all this money. Like, let's say it's just like a few million dollars that they've gotten. Okay. Right? Uh, so now it's like the last challenge, and it's, it's the Golden Ball. So you can either choose one thing. You can split the Golden Ball, which is basically the pot of money that, that you guys have made. Yeah. Or you can steal it. And the situation is exactly like the prisoner's dilemma. If you both split, you split the money. Yeah. Great. Wonderful. La-di-da. If you both steal, nobody gets anything. You both oh, lose. Oh, yikes. But if one person splits and the other person steals, the stealer gets all of the money. So you have these, like, crazy episodes. Of, like, you know, you have this, like, sweet, innocent girl. And then this, like, this, like you know, old man, you know. And he's just like, you're like my granddaughter. I Of course I'm going to split it. And she's like, please split it. Like, I... I'm, she's like crying and stuff, and yeah. and then he's like, how how could I how could I steal from this this poor innocent child? Yeah, and then she steals the money, and this guy like the whole wow. crowd is like an audible gas, like <gasps> you know people yeah. are freaking out. Uh, so it's like awesome, um, and I'm sure there are other games like this. But the coolest part was there is this guy who I don't know his name or anything about him, but he basically he. His deal is that he wins game shows. That's how he makes a living. Oh, okay. Um, so he went on Golden Balls, and he got <laughs> right, awesome. right. That is what, cool. a, what a job. Totally, <laughs> uh, totally casual. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah. just win game shows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he gets on there, uh, and he's just like, he just straight up tells the guy, and the guy's like, "Let's split it. Yeah, let's split the money." He's like, "No, I'm gonna steal." He's like, "I'm gonna steal, and if you split the money, then I'll give you half after the show." And the guy's like, no, 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 like, let's just split it. And he's like, no, I'm going to steal. If you choose steal, we're going to get nothing. Yeah. And that's all on you. So it, this went on for like 45 minutes. And this guy is just bullying this other guy. Like, yeah, split it or steal. Yeah, choose split, choose split, choose split. Uh -huh. And then when they like finally have to reveal what they chose, the other guy who was bullied into choosing split, of course, chooses split. He has no other option. Otherwise, yeah. he's going to get nothing. Yeah. And the other guy chose split as well. So, oh right that's very cool so now yeah. that was a, that he gamed the system though right there oh, yeah. but by like a game theory system because yeah very cool yeah right reverse what they call it reverse psychology something like that i don't know but it was cool in that context it's a little bit different because i guess there, like the two prisoners aren't supposed to interact Oh, okay. Before they make their decision, so it you know changes things up. Well, actually, I don't really know if that's a rule, but whatever. You made it though. Oh yeah, very cool. Yeah. All right, I think for the entire just for the first podcast, what we should do is just topic hop. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's, let's, let's go to something else. Yeah. So like, uh, do you want to run by what we talked about the first yeah, time? Talk about it, CRISPR. That, CRISPR. that yeah, shit yeah. was really just cool, like, man. Honestly, just just bull, just go into it for five minutes. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so uh, so. Uh, CRISPR is a really new technology. You've probably heard of like gene therapy or gene editing. Yeah, and that's um, that's pretty accurate of what it can do. But the impl the implications are far worse than the actual technology that exists. So like um, it's opening up like a new box of of problems. You mean for sure, for sure, yeah. Um, and let's see, CRISPR is an acronym. It stands for Clustered Regularly Interspaced Short Palindromic Repeats. <laughs> or CRISPR. <laughs> or CRISPR. So we'll just, we'll stick with that. I like that more. <laughs> yeah, right? CRISPR. I hardly know her. Okay, anyway. But um, <laughs> so ba basically what this means is, or what CRISPR is, is uh, CRISPR technology involves this protein called Cas9. Does, is, is protein, do you guys know what that is? Or proteins? Like, um, so when you I know eat, it in the steak sense. That's yeah. About it. So you're not That's supposed to talk, dude. This is game theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shut up. You're Connor. not supposed to. So, so. But that's if we both stayed <laughs> silent, we obviously knew. Done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just lost. You have to stay here. Uh, There's no split here. I, <laughs> yeah, you, damn it. You won. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. <laughs> So proteins are, are uh, basically these molecules in your, in your body that do a number of different things. Um, they're kind of like little, little guys or gals that like run around and proteins, they can cut things in your body that need to be cut. They can, they can help with different cascades in your body like hormone, 
movement or stuff like that. They can like attach to stuff and do different things like uh, blood clotting. Proteins are really important in blood clots because they help your body know, hey, there's a hole here. <laughs> Please fix it oh, okay. before I die. Um, stuff like that. So um, bacteria are, are really simple cells, uh, organisms. You guys know that. And proteins are in, found in like, in, in, they're ubiquitous throughout, um, throughout nature in like different stuff. Um, so there was... Real quick, can I interrupt? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. I'm trying to remember from the last time we talked. Um, didn't you use like E. coli? Um, something with E. coli, the proteins from E. coli, or oh, something like that. Yeah. So, uh, E. coli are uh, poop bacteria. They, yeah. They're they're found mostly in like your intestinal tract and on poop and stuff. They're great, great. They're they're awesome. Poop and stuff's great. <laughs> um, but scientists will actually use E. coli a lot of the time to basically produce certain proteins that we want to study. Uh, and how we do that is we sort of infect. The bacteria, we make them sick. They're like, they have this code for this protein we want to make or something like that. And we force them to grow grow, and, and you know, reproduce. And then uh, we force them to, like, just, just produce this protein. So a lot of the time, a lot of the bacteria die because, you know, imagine, like, somebody's forcing you to just, like, run on a treadmill to get, to get energy. And you oh, have no okay. other choice. Mm. So that's, like, the same concept. Mm. Poor bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> forces. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so proteins are found in bacteria, all these, all this different stuff. So if you're, if you're bacteria, a virus is your worst enemy. Oh gosh. Like viruses like can just destroy you. Um, and usually when you have some viri, viruses, whatever viri. it is, viri, I just, I use that. That's what I call rye when it's off. My new b-boy name. Rye, rye. B-boy viri. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so, like, if a virus is, you know, coming in and basically how they do is they find some bacteria, they usually, like, go into the bacteria somehow, and then they, like, take over. They might, like, rupture the bacteria, but mm -hmm. they use the bacteria's system to create more of itself. And then, yeah, you know, so we go I'm, free. I sh I'm sorry for interrupting and bringing no, that up. No, but no, like, So, ahead. essentially, you, how does that tie into CRISPR? It, like, um, mm. that, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. Well, then. <laughs> You're a step ahead of me. You just infected me like some virus. Right? <laughs> I was just, I was going right there. <laughs> you just fucking knew. Uh, so, yeah. So, when there's like a, when there's this massacre and then, and then all of a sudden, right, only a few bacteria survived that were the lucky ones who just, I don't know, they were, they were the Darwin of their day. Okay. And, and uh, basically then what happens is they'll kill all the viruses and then they'll take a section of the virus's DNA and they'll put it inside their own DNA. And then this way, if they get attacked by the same virus, the bacteria can be like, oh, shit, I know this guy. I know how to kill him now. Okay. And then they send out the big guns. They send out these huge offensive proteins that are called, I think these are the Cas9 proteins, that just come and they're like little scissors. And they just like, and they just like dice up the, uh, the virus. And you're watching viruses. all this through a magnifying glass? <laughs> right, right. Or something right? like that. I don't, uh, I don't know if we can. Probably, no, probably not. No? It's too small. Yeah, then too then small. what do you use to analyze this? That is a huge, intense question. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I had a similar question. I'm like, okay, then how is this? Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that, we, could do, we could do a whole podcast Interesting. On, on, sensing, okay. on sensing. I so, mean, just for like the that. sense of the podcast, just trust Lou. Sure, yeah, just... <laughs> Blindly trust me. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically the technology of CRISPR is using this really powerful cutting protein uh -huh. to specifically target uh, DNA strands. And CRISPR, the word when you talk about those, if you remember some of the jargon, was the short palindromic repeats. Is How, how we sort of studied this is we didn't know CRISPR was an option until we started having libraries and databases of DNA structure or DNA like... Uh, yeah, library is the only way to call it. But basically, like, you know how only recently we've only discovered the human genome and we've, like, mapped it. So we can say, oh, this is what a human looks like and just map out all the genes and just be like, cool. We didn't have that technology until until probably, like, uh, I don't know, 2000s, 1900s. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah. Um, maybe even a little bit earlier or later. I don't know. <laughs> um, so then, you know, scientists were looking at bacteria and, like, what the fuck are these short repeats? What are these CRISPR units, right? Uh -huh. And they couldn't, like, figure out what it was. And then they figured out it's, it's a defense mechanism, that this is how bacteria survive. They have these, like, coding sequences for, like, normal stuff. And then in between, uh -huh. they have these nonsensical strands that we figured out were actually virus DNA. Because we are able to compare two sets of organisms' DNA. Huh. Yeah. So that's how CRISPR was discovered. Right. And um, now how does that relate to like then you said there's a possibility or I don't know if it's a possibility mm -hmm. or it's proven 
but um, you know, maybe taking away dementia from someone sure. taking these things. Yeah. So how does it relate in that sense? Like how how can that oh, happen? Yeah. Can you pass me another beer? No, <laughs> Absolutely. Sorry. He was he, he started fanning it up, thirsty. and I'm like, "What's happening here?" <laughs> um, yeah, it was just yeah, needed to stand up. Back was hurting. Um, yeah, so that's that's a great question. So researchers saw this and they thought, you know, how um, h- how how can we how can we use this to better humanity? Yeah, and you know the the. It's this great defense mechanism, but let's send it on the offense. What if we can, like, engineer these proteins instead of just, like, ripping stuff up? Since they're really good at cutting and they know how to cut precisely where we want them to, uh-huh. let's just have them cut out some bad genes, right? Hemophilia is, is caused by one bad gene in the human body. That's a disease where if you cut yourself, your blood clotting cascades kind of off. Yeah. So then you bleed forever and die. Oh. It's not a, so not it's a, a simple thing. fix, essentially? Yeah, basically with CRISPR, theoretically— you could go in, you could tell the CRISPR, cut that gene out. I don't wow. want it anymore. So CRISPR cuts it out. It's not there. And then you just maybe somehow deliver the good gene there, right? Maybe it's just it's just attached to the protein. You kind of let it carry. And the best part about it is your body is just smart enough. It's like, shit, I got to repair this uh, this cut. Oh, look, here's the good gene. And it just snaps it right back it's into place. Computer program. So crazy, yeah. yeah. How how it's like plugging in code. Yeah, yeah. Like how does it know yeah. that? It's like <laughs> error no. message. Let's fix that. On yeah. on the flip side of that, literally like the flip side, could there also be genes uh, put in markers, whatever I don't know what you would mm-hmm. call it. That instead of taking these bad things away and replacing it, could we put things in and make superhumans? Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah, I for like sure. I like his answer to that. He looked me so deep in the eyes. He's like, <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Superman is real, motherfucker. <laughs> Basically. Well, actually, palindromic man. At the end, he's like, well, actually, I've been experimenting with myself, and I told you I've been working on this bat hang, and watch this. He just climbs up. He just, up just grows wings and flies, and you're like, that's the technology. They actually call me super game theory, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude, that's totally possible. I mean, I'll add the stipulation, say, theoretically, you know, or whatever. Um just because, I mean, well, some some dude in China just crispered a baby, and then he, like, disappeared in the middle of the night. And people are like, what happened to him? I'm like, well, the Chinese China government took him out. <laughs> China. Yeah. He got banned. That's it right. happens. He got deleted. <laughs> he yeah, no he longer exists. You don't want to know what just Wait, happened. Wait, so, no, but he really did go, he really did go missing? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm fairly certain. So, and uh, just real quick, so what you just mentioned, though, so essentially this, this he created his own human. So I think what he did is he crispered an en- embryo, and then he brought that embryo to term. Wow. Yeah. And we actually did discuss that last time on the show for a yeah. little bit. Did we? I don't remember. Yeah. Wow. yeah I remember talking about yeah, it. Yeah, so there's... I'm so uh, old, man. You know, I need some crisper <laughs> in my brain. Dude, we're all old. I have lower back pain now. This is terrible. That's why Chris I'm sitting on the ground it. stretching yeah. while we're having our <laughs> podcast, yeah. guys. Yeah, some pre-podcast yoga. Uh-huh. Um, but that's... So the lady who discovered CRISPR, this, this lady, her name's Jennifer Doudna. She's a... She's some science at uh, Berkeley, I believe, or one of those California schools. It's really smart. Uh And she, (laughs) there's like podcasts of of her being like, I had nightmares after I discovered CRISPR, you know, of like the Fourth Reich or the third, whatever, how many Reichs were on or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, I think Um, this would be the fourth, right? The third or the fourth. I don't know. (laughs) I like math. (laughs) Um, You know, it's just like, who's to say that? CRISPR doesn't have implications for like really bad stuff, you know. So like here well, yeah, was absolutely, it's, like, it's yeah. like almost endless at that point. Like okay, now like where do we stop? Oh yeah. So here, here are some like cool questions. Is like, do you think, you know, it's okay to CRISPR humans? So my short answer is yes, with regulation. Hmm. Now, th- when you say humans, yet again, are we talking about in the embry- embryonic? Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, yeah. So before they, before they're an actual, is, can, it, can it happen to a person? Like, could could I be crispered at this point in my life? Uh, <laughs> crispered. I I don't see why not. Okay. The issue that I think that would happen is that your your DNA exists inside every cell, right? So there would have to be some way of having that cell proliferate or, or make more of itself and mm-hmm. replace the old ones. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure how that technology would so, work. So so currently CRISPR is only pre-birth. Uh, that that would be my guess. Okay. Yeah, that 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 would be my guess. That that's what makes sense. You can sense only to make me. these these gene edits before they're an actual birth human. Um, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not sure. 
Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not 100% sure. I think you could do it both ways. I think that the latter would be much harder. I don't know if we have the technology and, yet. And but. yeah, so it hasn't even it hasn't been done. Mm -hmm. But it, but, but it, it's, it's obviously an impending question. Mm -hmm. And it ha is it being done now on animals? What like how's it being worked out? Yeah. Um, well, we definitely use CRISPR on bacteria or small single-celled organisms. Okay. Um, stuff like that for sure. There's tons of research going on right now, um, mostly about a mechanism of how it works. We want to understand more of what's going on on a more detailed yeah. level, yeah. rather than and, and and just sort of like, oh, look, look what we can do. Oh, let's add one more. Let's add one more. You know, it's like slow steps is, is the progress towards that. Except for the guy in China who whispered a fucking baby. He's sent it full yeah. send. <laughs> he just it's like whatever. We're gonna go for the. You and, know. He, and he did it. Yeah, he he did it. Now he did isn't it so that well. interesting? Like just like uh, designing a product, and then mm -hmm. you know you design it. It comes to market, and somebody else uh, truly in White Claw, mm. right? It's yeah, like yeah. someone made White Claw, and then better this, be a White Claw th family here. This other person, <laughs> this other person goes, <laughs> oh, we're gonna fucking do that too. This is a great idea, and they just yeah. make their own version and call it Truly. You know, he, this woman created this, and then this dude in China's like, oh that. That technology's dope. Yeah. I'm going to do this on a baby right now. Yeah. <laughs> on a future human. And yeah. he just did it. Yeah. There's a, and I, I hate to be like ruining shows for people, but um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a really dope show about like superheroes on Amazon called The Boys. And. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but it has to do with that. It's kind of got mm. some shit like that. CRISPR-ish. Yeah. Very, Very cool. interesting. I mean, imagine like, you know, you just CRISPR- uh, super soldiers, right? right. Exactly. Yeah. And then game over. You know? All right. Before we let's move on to one more topic or two, depending on our time. But mm -hmm. anyway, le before we do that, though, can we find? Can, can you like? Um, you had a question for us last time we talked about CRISPR. Can we just toss our opinions on that? So you want to preface us with that question? But I bas he basically just did. Yeah, yeah you're right. It was, it was about being ethical. Yeah, and you, you answered it. I think I kind of threw questions out and didn't really answer it. But I think you probably give the best answer and I, i'll just kind of jump on that bandwagon yeah with regulations okay i don't know i hate to just throw out answers like it's something i really like to sit with for a little bit but i yeah with regulation yeah. sure the way i look at it though is like if you look at it from like a religious religious aspect it's like playing mm -hmm. god and then my take on that is though then okay if if you're if your god allowed you to learn how to do this he, he gave you right. the tools to do so, you know? But at the end of the day, aren't we all God? I mean, we're all creators. We all get to create. We're all God in a way. You guys are blowing my mind. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> right? I, I mean, do, really. I don't, like, you like, you, any you, direction. You, you've literally created a business out of anything. You've created the body you want. you created a podcast. Like, at the end of the that day. That sounds godly. At the end of the day, we yeah. all are, like, God. We yeah. all get to create. We're all mm -hmm. given the tools, and it yeah. depends what we do with them. So yeah. that's my argument. Is uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. If there's it, no right answer. That obviously. was a really cool answer you gave, though, and that's why I said what I said. Like, yeah. I mean, if we mm -hmm. are able to come up with this, because you can, you could, you could cure almost any disease, right? Almost a any single one that you like can't cure cancer apparently, unless you unless the government's hiding that, you know. Yeah, the, maybe I don't know. Lou, what's your opinion <laughs> on that, dude? Oh, I'm a huge conspiracy theorist. So am I, dude. <laughs> I, feel like, that's it. I feel like why, they figured it out. Yeah, why is insulin so high? Why are the prices so high? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, in Canada, pharmaceutical it's not. right over here. It's not. <laughs> but I don't know if people want to hear me go on. I mean, you go can, off no, we'll just have now that we're in the area, area, we'll have you on the podcast again, and we could goof around with stuff like that. Oh yeah, because I like looking into that stuff as well. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Taking it way back, of course. What led you on this path? What made you fall in love with science and want to go to school for this? And now you've you've got a your master's in it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess from a very early age, personally, I felt like school was a safe haven for me. Okay. I had a really rough personal life growing up, and for me, I was just, I got a lot of praise and emotional attention, or that's how I perceived it from, from teachers and stuff yeah. like that. So I was like, oh, great, you know, this, this is wonderful. This is my thing. Uh, this is my thing. This is good. I and then the best at this. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then- and, uh, Can I interrupt uh -huh, quick? So yeah. you, you gain confidence through that. Yeah, yeah, which is a, a dicey, slicey road. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, <laughs> that was authentic. That might I liked have been that. the first burp we've had on the podcast. Oh, the, I love it, it will not be the last. Lewis, that was awesome. <laughs> I respect. Best, honestly. If I was Gunnar Balf, I'd say, I respect. I respect that. He respects it. Well, thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> thank, oh, thank you very much. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So, um, then in uh, I was I was Mr. Hoy's uh, uh, Honors Chem 2 class 
And I was like, Mr. Hoy, I want to be a chemist. And he was like, no, you don't. You want to be a chemical engineer. And then that's what I went into. Um, hmm. And it was really difficult, <laughs> but anybody could do it. And I know what some people, a lot of what I get back is like, no, 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 you're just really smart. I'm like, no, that is, sure, maybe there's some intelligence here, right? I'm not going to deny that. I'm a pretty smart guy. But mostly, 99% is hard work. It's just hard yeah, work. Yeah, that's it's the name of the game, isn't it, man? Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, um, but but Drexel treated me real, really well. Uh, I did really well there. And, and the structure of that institution and the co-op program was mm -hmm. a huge part of that, uh, for sure. And then math kind of just became really beautiful. I had some great, great teachers entering Drexel who swept through a calculus series and then had to do some, like, higher-level math um, like more more engineering stuff, which is basically I won't bore you with it, but uh, a lot of the stuff was like game theory structure. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. well, that's when I'll argue that not everyone can do it because like high level math, not everyone nah, has to do not it. Not Ryan Wagner. It it, <laughs> it takes it it just takes a lot. Like it's practice, you know. So sure. it yeah. was good for me because I had years and years of practice. I mean, doing math every day, hours a day, uh -huh. you know, kind of kind of deal. Um, and now most of that's most of it's out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> but, Isn't that but, one thing that's Socks is that like yeah. you can study something for so long and really put yeah. in the hours and the practice Step away for a few months and start, start yeah. losing. Yeah. It's, it's, same thing with just workouts and being in shape. Like I was, I was in, in my, from, for me, I was in great shape six months ago and then, you know, got out of routine and now I'm like, wow, I'm like, I suck now. <laughs> like, well, yeah. What happened? <laughs> Can't hold on to that, that rock hold anymore. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. That's yeah. so funny. But it, I think with the with the biologics and the science and the the chemistry side of things, it uh -huh. was just it was cool to me. It was so, especially biology, right? Like your kidneys are fucking insane. They they like do so much cool stuff. Basically, to help you like retain water, the kidneys will keep like fixed concentrations of salt in specific areas of the kidney, and how like the water essentially in your body or, or your like urine or whatever it is travels. Uh -huh. So, a and the reason why that's really cool is because Water, through osmosis, as you might know, has this property where it will move from areas of low concentration to high concentration. So, basically, what that means is that basically oh. means our bodies. Are <laughs> yeah, they're amazing, great. Man. Sorry. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's insanity. They just know it. Just knows how to do that. How? Why? Right. <laughs> uh, and science, like, no matter how hard you try, it's like this. It's like the girl you'll never catch. You know, you'll 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 never get it. Yeah, but it's cool. It's the chase. It's the thrill. Mm. You know, huh. it's uh, sure. it's it's kind of cool. You bring up kidneys. Um, my dad just uh, his his kidneys were failing, and if he stayed home for an additional week, this was about three four weeks ago, he would have died. His kidneys would have failed oh completely. He would have died. His body was blowing up, Jeez. so uh, he couldn't he he um uh, he couldn't stand up. And uh, my uncle and I went over to help him get up, and he would try to like you could see like we had to get him up off the chair, uh -huh. oh and you could see him trying to send those signals to his legs to mm -hmm. work and he's just not firing shaking they're not firing damn so my dad's a heavy set my dad's got every freaking health condition that oh. uh, diabetes lymphoma cancer the oh heart gosh. uh congenitive heart failure uh -huh. i believe it's called uh, he's got everything so um so he's, he's so that moment happens we get the ambulance there to pick him up it turns out you know, a couple of days later, we find out his kidneys are failing. So, of course, they decide you're going to have to go on dialysis. Right. Now, you know, again, human body is amazing. Um, so my dad uh, starts starts to go on dialysis. And what they say is, you know, usually once you go on dialysis, you never come off. You never right. off, right? You never yeah, come off. I've heard you that. Might, you might have to do it three, four days a week. Yeah. Some people have to do it every day. So he goes on dialysis. Now, this is something I say, and, and you know, I, I'm not that special. I'm not intelligent in all these areas, but you gotta have two You're things. You're okay. You gotta, you gotta be eating right, mm -hmm. and you gotta have some form of fitness. You don't have to mm -hmm. do what Gun does. You don't have to rock climb. You don't have to do what Ryan does. But you gotta, you gotta have those two things. You something. gotta be eating right, and right. you gotta have some form of fitness. Mm -hmm. So I've been telling him that for all these years. Well, they put him on dialysis. Now he's in the hospital, and he's being forced to eat yeah. right. Yeah. They send him over to, uh, so he did that for about a week, and now it's time to go to rehab. So they send mm -hmm. him into rehab. They're still continuing to make him eat right, but now he's doing three hours a day, an hour and a half of occupational therapy, an hour and a half of physical therapy. Mm. My dad, his levels leveled out above average. No way. Him. And they literally took him off dialysis Wow. completely. Wow. wow. Very cool. And I just want to interject real quick because it's so interesting how, like, 
if you don't work out enough or you don't eat healthy enough, you you know you might have to go on dialysis. For like example, your dad. Or if you work out too much, you might have to go on it too. Because I was literally in a <laughs> dialysis ready room. Yeah. Yeah. How unbelievable is that? Like it, again, er, there's a balance to yeah, everything. Balance. Don't overdo anything. Balance. And uh, and he also lost uh, almost eighty pounds in the midst of all that. Mm. No way. Yeah, mm. he was retaining because of the kidneys. He was retaining so much yeah. water. And I was like I said, he blew up. So yeah, yeah really mm-hmm. amazing thing. Just kind of cool that that we could talk about that. For and sure. I just went through this sure. experience with him. Yeah. But um, the human body is so flipping cool, man. It is yeah. crazy cool. It's all these things that are like they all cohabitate, and like one thing goes up, and ah. I was talking to my friend this morning when I was squatting, and he was saying something about like how you can have a uh, something, some type of tendon attachment that goes all the way down to your foot, how it can make your chest tight and it can affect your squat form. And I'm just listening to him explain that to me and I'm like, dude, what? We got <laughs> to <we gotta laughs> squat. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, it's everything just so, it's unbelievable. You, you really got to figure out your body because it's like, yeah. I'm not going to have punching power like Mike Tyson. Yeah. Because Mike Tyson has Mike Tyson's body with Mike Tyson's muscles, yeah. with his tendons and ligaments. We're all That's a really good point. You know what I'm saying? Like say. we're all different. You got to figure out what your body's made <laughs> I, to do. Did you realize what this is doing? Do you just what did, do? What, did I, what did I do? <laughs> I missed it. I missed it. <laughs> I spoke Mike Mike Tyson a little bit. That's right. I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't <laughs> make <laughs> You're allowed. Whatever. Fuck it. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Really cool points. Well, why not? Really cool points. Why not? That that we could segue into another topic. I mean, you got. I'm sure you guys have talked about meditation and psychology and mental health and stuff like that before. As much as we know about those things, yeah. But I. I just think that's such an important topic to talk about with science. A, a little bit, just to, just to give people an idea of like what the hell is going on your in your body chemically on a hormone level uh-huh. when you're doing these things, right? Mm. Um, but so, I, I guess just for a little bit of background is um, just a few different schools of thought on where do your thoughts come from and 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 what do they mean. So I'm sh- this might be a little bit of a repeat. So we'll no no no, no you're with. fine. No yeah. no, no okay. this is beyond anything so, I've ever said. So keep going. Uh, school. So you have um you have Freud right Sigmund Freud he was yeah. the the founder of modern psychology or not modern but psychology or whatever you yeah. want to call that probably Some, not modern yeah, yeah. but <laughs> whatever he did a lot of cocaine and he liked his parents too much that's basically the gist of it a whole lot yeah like a little too much but basically what what Freud said is that your th- every thought matters you you might not know exactly why this thought's here or this fear but it, it's connected to you somehow. Mm. Um, so, you know, let's say like you have this like you're, you, you, you're like hydrophobic, you have this fear of water um, and uh, you don't know why you're just petrified of it. And then you go to a Freudian psychologist and he figures out, oh, it's because you watched your your family member drown when you were younger. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, OK, now that I'm aware and I know where that comes from, it has less power over me. OK. Right. So that's that's more traditional psychology. OK. Um, the more modern part of psychology is called cognitive behavioral therapy. Hell yeah. We love co- we mm-hmm. love CBT, baby. <laughs> we've, had, we've had a couple of CBT therapists on. Yeah. Nice. We have uh, nice. Jeff Jeff Cobb on. Was one of our last Jeff podcasts. Cobb. Yep. And he's uh he's a psychologist. You would love Jeff Cobb. Yeah. Uh, I we, would. We just mm-hmm. left you two in the room just talking about oh, that. Oh yeah, you That'd guys are podcast in itself. Oh yeah. But his a big focus <laughs> for him is he loves yeah. to use CBT to help his clients. Yeah. He works in a school, right, with children? Correct. Yeah. Mm, that's awesome. That's cool. Very cool. Um but yeah, so just a, a quick note about cognitive behavioral therapy is it was developed uh, fairly recently. I think it was like in the 80s or something like in that. In Philadelphia. Really? Yeah. No the, shit. The, the original uh I forget that dude's name. I can't think of his name yeah. off the top of my head right now. He's real old. But, but yeah, good. he he's, no, he's a, a Phil- I think UPenn. Oh, good for him. Yeah. yeah that's a good school. <laughs> I've heard of it. I've, <laughs> I've heard of it. Is that like Harvard? Something, something like that? Harvard. <laughs> um, yeah, but... but Cognitive behavioral therapy is pretty much um, you challenge your thoughts. You know, yes. let's say let's say you have a you have a, a darker thought that um, goes into your head and it's just like, oh, you're stupid, right? Like you, your mind tells you you're stupid, and then you go and you think about like, let's look at the evidence for that thought, right? Yeah. No, no, I uh, I, I graduated high school. I got my GED. I'm not stupid. Yeah. Right? I did something yep. that many people don't. Right? Oh, I I retain this job and I'm successful in, in my career, whatever that is. Yeah. Stupid people can't do that. You know, so it's it's challenging those thoughts and like, what's the validity for this thought? Right. So it's kind of that confrontation. Yeah, th- it, it's yeah. really cool, guys. I I highly recommend. I feel like I've talked about it on the podcast before, and I'm kind of speaking to anybody that's listening, guys. We all do this shit to ourselves. You should get the book Cognitive Behavioral Therapy for Dummies. It's amazing, and it goes over all the thinking errors that people have 
that that cognitive behavioral therapy helps with. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, generalizing. Oh well, everybody fucking right. No, everybody doesn't, bro. Right. And you should analyze why you're saying everybody does, because that's a thinking error. Not everybody does this or does that. Uh-huh. Or um, another one might be like catastrophizing, like. You know, the, uh, the bottle drops right now. We dropped the, the beer bottle. Oh, my God. I always fuck it so, up. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. It freaking, you know, and it's like, dude, the fucking bottle dropped. Not the end of the world. Let's clean up the glass. Let's move on with life. It ain't that serious. It ain't yeah. that serious. So it's like like things like that. And I, I, I learned a lot about myself by going, because I was stressing myself out and giving myself anxiety over things. So I was like, you know what? Let me get this book and see if it helps mm-hmm. me out at all. And I started seeing all these different thinking errors. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm a mind reader. I love to fortune tell. I love to go, I know what the fuck that guy's saying. He's like, Ryan, yeah. do you really know what that guy's thinking? <laughs> nah, man. That, I resonate be, with that. Don't be an asshole, Ryan, because well, you don't dude, fucking know what I that guy's saying. I definitely do that as well. Yeah. You know what I almost said? I didn't curse at all this episode, and your mom can listen to it, and now I just went <laughs> off, yeah. and I'm sorry, Robin, you can't you can't now listen to this episode. Ryan said the F word. You know what, dude? She forgives you. Yo, but anyway, CBT, it mm-hmm. gets me going. It's fucking yeah. awesome. It's important. Do you, do you use uh, CBT? 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 Kind of? Yeah. yeah. In I your, use CBD. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I, I actually do not. I just thought it'd be funny to say. I actually never tried any of those products. They seem cool though, man. I worked funny for a CBD how, company. I had really? a massage yeah. where they used CBD to help my uh, joint. Uh huh. Yeah. Very cool. Good stuff. Um. No, I do not. Um. I. Um. Embarrassingly enough, I. I don't think I. Re- I do a lot of personal reflection, mm-hmm. and you know, I analyze my own thoughts and behaviors, and yell at myself when I don't act my way. This is my form of uh, not men. I don't. This is my form of therapy for myself. Is um, okay. I have this. I have this theoretical person. Person who I want to be. What does that person do? How does he act? How does he handle things? And I just try to do everything the way that that person does. You know what I mean? I don't always do it. But if I do it most of the time, I'm going the right path to be that person. Do you know what I mean? I like that. I don't know if, if that really has anything to do with what we're talking about, but that's no, it pretty does. much how it I does. do yeah. everything. There's some type of interaction that's involved with yourself, right? Some confrontation there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's cognitive behavioral therapy. An extension, uh, I, and this is the part where I'm kind of – I'm not the specialist, but there's a type of therapy called mindfulness, which – is associated with cognitive behavioral therapy, but I think it, it deserves its own category for, for, for Jeff talked about this a lot. I believe. Okay. Yeah. And so basically, and I'm sure you went over this in the previous podcast, mindfulness is more of how I meditate. And it's, it's just, it's not even engaging with, with a negative thought. It's just saying, Oh, that's anxiety. Oh, that's a yeah. negative thought. That's a thing. Right. Just keeping it very simple, you know, cause my my kind of theory on this is that you know we're 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 animals right like as much as we want to like wear our clothes and drive our cars like we have primal needs and urges uh-huh. one of them is crying right how many times you know the user the listener to this podcast right now how many times do you cry in a week right and it could be different right let's not compare but your body handles all this stress right you have stress from work you have stress when you drive and you almost get into a car accident <laughs> yeah. you have you have stress with bills and stuff like this and of course you've been dealing with it your whole life of course this is this is similar to you but you ever go throughout your day and you're just fucking angry right or just really really pissed off or really afraid and stuff like that i bet if you pulled over on the side of the road or whatever, you took a minute to yourself and you just meditated and you were alone with your thoughts, you might end up having a physical response to that. It doesn't have to be crying, right? It could be something different for you. But the idea is that, you know, just like a bike chain needs oil or whatever it is to run, your body needs some self-care and self-love. And I think that is missing from our generation's topic. Especially with men, right? Men aren't allowed to cry. Yeah. I cry fucking all the time. All the time, dude. I'll watch. It's good. I'll watch an anime. It's good. Yeah. Anime gets me going. Hell yeah! Dude, I'll I, tear I, up I during anime. anime. Is great. <laughs> I fuck with anime. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I'm Podcast tra- number three. We'll dive into that. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> It'll just be us watching anime and just crying. crying. <laughs> just, just real quick, your favorite anime? Not your favorite. One, oh one god. Ones you love. Tokyo Ghoul for sure. Oh, I never got it. into Tokyo That's Ghoul. I know they have a couple live actions of that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, but there's you know there's a plethora and a plethora of studies on meditation mindfulness and and, anime and anime and what it does to your body you know um like it just it reduces cortisol it reduces stress hormones in your body first of all so if you're feeling stressed meditation will literally on a chemical level make you feel more comfortable right Hmm. that's that should be proof enough for you to incorporate daily meditation into your life and you know sometimes if you get into a mood and you feel really stuck right if you practice meditation daily, you'll be able to utilize it whenever, you know? And real quick, just, just to – so 
Okay, how to meditate. Can you literally just sit in a quiet room by yourself and close your eyes for 10 minutes? Yep. Just literally the easiest thing in the world is just being mindful of your breathing as meditation. Mm -hmm. And I try to do that. Sometimes I'll just be driving, Mm -hmm. and I I don't have on any music. I'll up the window a little bit so the air's hit me, and I'm just mindful of my breathing. That alone is meditative and beautiful. I love to do that before I go to teach. And I'm just like in this calm, centered, balanced state. And then I go and teach classes, and classes are awesome. Yeah. I love anything that like you have to put your full focus on, mm-hmm. and it's literally impossible to think about anything else. Like even like this podcast right now, I still am thinking about okay, tomorrow I want to do this. Tomorrow I have to do this. Like I have to get this mortgage done. And I have, you know what I mean? But like, there's certain things that like jujitsu for jujitsu, yep. dude. I hate to always talk about it, but like, well, you think about something else, you're gonna get choked out, man. You literally only like mm-hmm. it's like immediately. It's the only thing you're thinking about is like, okay, what's next? Okay, mm-hmm. okay. You know, it's, yeah. it's awesome. Lifting, same thing. Yeah. You, you, if you're squatting heavyweight, you, you, you can't think about anything else. You know right. what I mean? Well, and, and anything and with you guys had, do too. When we had Jeff Cobb on, who's yeah. one of your jujitsu coaches at yeah. your school. He kept who's the, talking. Who's the psychologist? Who's the psychologist? Yeah, right. And that's how Gunn met him through his jujitsu mm-hmm. school. Yeah. He kept talking best, about man. mindfulness and being present, being mindful, so you could be in a state of flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what he kept that talking about finding, finding your yeah. flow state. Flow. Yes. And oh, that's yeah. like basically his, uh, that's kind of the biggest takeaway from that podcast is yeah. like finding your flow state. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, blessed. Oh, su- such good conversation right now. And, like for me, what, you know, when I like reflect on all this is, you know, the reason why I threw out there something about some physical release and emotion, like crying, for instance, it doesn't have to be that. Right. But it's just, you know, wh- whatever could be movement or exercise could be your physical release is just that, you know, so I I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder in January of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and as someone who has seen every type of therapy and gone through a lot of medications it's what's what is ubiquitous throughout all the therapies is that really they just exist to get you to cry. That's that's a, a lot of what I've discovered. Right. Interesting. It's, it's, a, it's a sort of push, you know, group therapies, individual therapies, holistic therapies. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. Western therapies, if you will, rather yeah. than saying like Eastern or something like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, now, can you just dive into that a little bit more? What do you sure. mean by cr- like so, like getting getting you to cry? Is it just like getting you to the realization of the root of your issue? Is that what 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 is it? Uh, e- either or, you know. Um, it I I for me the realization came a little bit afterwards because so I guess this is sort of what happens in therapy, right? Is like for me, and it could be different for other people. Is you know I'll get in there and I'm just so stressed out. I'm just talking, talking, talking about this. Like I'm stressed out about whatever, and all of a sudden, you know, you you, you feel this uh, tightening in your throat for me right uh-huh. or something in the chest and then normally instinctually i just swallow right you just okay. you push it back down whatever that sensation you put it push it back down real quick is, is this sensation is this anxiety or what, what is this for you yeah it could it could be anxiety it could be it could be fear you know coming uh-huh. up and uh and then after i explored that emotion a little bit more and, and I, I let it consume me really it was just emotional release it was it was my body telling me that i needed to cry and it was just years of me being a, a man air quotes Mm. and pushing that down right just uh nope 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 i gotta i gotta be tough kind of deal um not until recently did i really like explore that and really love that part too like really enjoy that darkness because it's anger masks fear and fear masks hurt and nobody wants to feel hurt but it's inevitable we always are going to get hurt so next time you know i don't know at least for me you know I, i sound like a preacher but next time you're really stuck like think about what, what am I trying to distract myself with, right? Am I really anxious because there's an underlying sense of hurt that I feel from this situation right now? And it could be so dumb. It could be so stupid, right? Like you were cut off in traffic and you're pissed off, right? Yeah. You're pissed off because you're afraid and you're afraid because there was a situation where you got hurt and that's triggering for you right now. That's okay. We have consciousness. We mm. are not simple, you know? Yeah. We, we, need, we need to do those things. But I'm rambling at this point. No, you're fine. <laughs> a little simple. But other than that. <laughs> You know, it's funny you said like uh, like you're preaching, but I, I don't really feel like you're preaching because you're actually going through these things and you're actually mm. going. Most people don't even want to go and speak to someone. Yeah. And you yeah. said you've seen multiple people. So you're really mm. literally giving, you know, anyone that's listening what you've learned. Right. And I don't feel like that's preachy at all, man. I, I'm appreciative of it. I'm listening mm. to everything you're saying. This mm. is a great cast. This yeah, great, absolutely. Awesome. Great Glad. talk. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to mm-hmm. interject real quick and say, yeah. like, it's just it, – I just – one thing I love about people in life is there's so many different paths. Yeah. And you've done so much 
shit I like I don't know anything about. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, likewise. I, can, bo- likewise. I, I yeah. can bore you with everything I do, but like for you, everything you're into, I'm like that sounds so interesting. That sounds interesting. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just when I'm like rock climbing, hiking. Like, how do you get into that? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's you just uh, so climb fun. rocks and you hike mountains. I know. <laughs> same thing with like jujitsu and deadlifting. Yeah. Like, how do you deadlift? Yeah, you just freaking pick it up, dude. You know, like yeah. I, I have some know. shit, lift it up. Yeah, but um. I don't know, man. I just, uh, I love, that's one thing, that's one reason why I really love doing a podcast is just because, like, we wouldn't spend an hour talking the bullshitting if it wasn't for this, and now mm. we will again in the future, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. And, like, we're, like, we're, like this will cause us to hang out, you know what I mean, versus, yeah. like, before, like, oh, yeah, I hope you're doing great, man, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, I don't, that's all well, I have. We're probably at about that time, right? Yeah, mm. let me check. Yeah, we're trying to keep the podcast now at like just right about an hour, just because I noticed podcasts myself that like Rogan will drop a new one and it'll be three hours long. Yeah. Like, yes. Oh, That's did so you check wrong. out? Did you check out the new yada yada? I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm like a third through it. You know what I mean? Mm. But I think we're good at, with an hour, and we literally just hit one hour. Awesome. And dude, um, I know we didn't jump into all the topics we said we we're going to, but I think the way we did it was good. And man, I really appreciate your time. Yeah, this thank was you a good for being one. here. Thanks Lewis. for having me. This is a lot of fun. Well, now that Lewis lives back here, we'll definitely have yeah, him back right? on, and we'll talk about other stuff. Absolutely, oh, yeah. and but before we leave though, like we always do a challenge of the week, and actually just just anything, any takeaway, like any. Um, Josh Peck always says like a uh, his com- like a uh, commandment of the person, like meaning is like, do you have any like truths or like beliefs or like mm. you know mantras that you say? For me, it's it's not that serious, and there, there's no right way to do anything. We're all just figuring it out, and that's like one of my things. So you either have a challenge or a mantra oh, or anything. Gosh. Um, I feel like like meditation has been a challenge in the past uh-huh. I, but uh, that's i want to go to that <laughs> no you can say that. that that's fine so um okay here's i guess for me a lot of uh meditation or upkeep does involve hiking and nature um so i would say you know i'm not going to tell you to sit down in a chair and and do this what works for me right but I want you to find um, an activity, kind of like gun that you mentioned, Rai that you mentioned with 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 jujitsu or, or or lifting or whatever it is. Find that activity where you cannot even focus on anything else, because the way that your brain works, right, is your left brain is all about logic and organization and bookkeeping. Your right brain is all present. Get in your right brain. Yeah. Like find the one thing that afterwards you just feel rejuvenated. It replenishes your cup. You know. F- yeah. Figure out what that is. Very cool. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening. Another great week. Thank you for being here, Lewis. Yeah, Yeah, thank thank you guys. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Whoop, whoop.